All right. So let's start off with the review of yesterday's stuff, and then we'll get to today's. Okay. Um, so yesterday we um, were on Daf Tezvav, number 15. Today is Daf Tezayin. And what did we learn yesterday? First, we started off talking about a house. And the house um, has the boards that comprise the ceiling of the house. And it uh, doesn't have the mortar, you know, that, or the, the stuff that you put the shmir on the house. So it's basically just plain wood on top. So Rabbi says that if you want that to be your sukkah, um, according to Beishami, you're going to need to do two things. You're going to need to pick up and put down every board, l'shem sukkah, and you're also going to need to remove every other board and put schach instead of the board. Okay, that's what Beishami holds. Beishil says that you could do one or the other. And Rameir says, no, the only thing you could do is take um, every other board out and put regular schach in between. And it's not going to help you to lift up or, and put down the boards. So the question is, according to Beis Hillel, he makes the, the most sense. Because basically the issue at hand is tasa v'lomonoso. It's uh, doing and then not being made, because after all, this was started out and was built to be a house, not built to be a sukkah, so therefore you need to make the schach to be for a sukkah. So one, or, or one of these two is an action to show that you're, that you're making this room your sukkah, and that's fine. But Beishamai, why would there be a requirement to do both things? If the issue is tasav lamanasoi, so one or the other is good. And if the issue is, maybe it's gzeris tikra is the issue, so then, taking one away from the one board away from either side, and then basically you have your sukkah in the middle. That that's good enough. Uh, you wouldn't need to do both. So the Gemara answers that Beishami uh, holds that there is gzeris tikra over here. There's a good, the decree that if we use this um, house, and people will think that they're going to just be able to just eat in their house. They don't need to go to a specialized sukkah. Um, and uh, what he really is saying, Bishami, is that it doesn't help to pick up and put down the boards because there's Xeris Tikra. And the only thing that will work is to take away the other board, every other board, put Schach in between, and that's the only way to fix it up. So the Gemara says, if that's the case, then he's basically saying Rameir's opinion. Um, what's Rameir saying? Rameir says, you only take one, uh, you know, take every other board and uh, fill it with Schach, and that's. Uh, the only way that it works. It's not going to help to pick up and put down the boards, which is basically a reiteration of Bishami's opinion. So the Gemara says, you're right, that's what Bishami, that's what Rebbeir is saying, is that Bishami um, and Basil don't argue on this issue. So uh, the Gemara says, wait a second, now that we've seen this, basically the Mishnah, if in, our, you know, in other words, is basically a, re, a complete reiteration of the previous Mishnah. That's exactly what we said in the previous Mishnah. That uh, Rabbi, Rabbi Meir holds of Xeris Tikra, and Rabbi Yudah does not. And that's what our Mishnah is basically reiterating that. So uh, why would we need a new Mishnah to tell me the same exact thing that we saw in the last Mishnah, right? So line, it's deja vu all over again. Okay. So... Um, uh, Rav Chia Bar Abba said in the name of Yochanan that, you know what, you're right. The previous Mishnah was talking about a different thing. The issue over there was, and the Machlokas between Rameir and Rabbi Yudah was in a different concern. 
the boards that they were using were not just plain rough wood boards. They were already smoothed out. They were they were uh, honed down to be a finished finished wood, and that's the chiddush that even though it's finished wood, it's um, acceptable. Okay, um, and um, and uh, according to Rameir, it's not according to Rebbe it is. And it's a question, do we make a gzera on that? Because uh, it can lead to be using kalim as your schachas, actually, actually it's almost like, a, if it, being it's a finished product, you can come to use a, another finished product that's actually mekabotum, because it's a vessel. So the Gemara says, that's hard to accept. And here's why, because we saw review the name of Rav, that if you used the shaft of an arrow, um, and it's a male shaft instead of a female shaft. It's kosher for yitzchak. Now, what's the distinction between a male shaft and a female shaft? Very slight. They look almost from the outside. They look identical. It's only if you look at it at the tip, you'll see one as an indentation where the arrowhead goes. The other one sticks out, and it sticks into an indentation in the arrowhead. Very slight difference. And we're saying we don't make the xera there. So if we're not going to make the xera over there, as similar as it is to the problematic one. We're surely not going to make a gzera between boards and comparing it to um, um, and comparing it to a regular kela, a regular vessel. So the Gemara says, you know what? Let's you're right. Let's let's scratch that answer. Really, the Risha is talking about gzeras tikra as well as the seifa. And what we're talking about over here is basically a continuation of the discussion between the, in the from the previous mishnah. What's going on is Rabbi Yudah is now saying. That why would you say your opinion that there's xeris tikra? Don't you know, Rabbi Meir, that that's the machlokis beshamay beshil? Beshamay hold is the one who holds that there's a problem like that, but not beshil. And um, and uh, Rabbi Meir says no. I'm telling you that beshamay and beshil agree that there's an issue of xeris tikra, and that's the and that's the conversation. That's how this mission is really a continuation of the previous mission. So the Gemara says, you know, something's interesting here. The, as we saw earlier that there's machlokas between Rav and Shmuel, what's the case of the dispute between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yudah? According to Rav, they're only arguing in four Tvachim boards. Rabbi Meir says four Tvachim boards are, prob- are, are not good for Yitzchach. And uh, Be'ezilel, um, and and. Um, and uh, that's Rabbi, Rabbi Meir. And Rabbi Yudah says it's four, board, four Tvachim boards are fine. Less than four Tvachim is never a problem. So then, it reads very beautiful, our Mishnah, because Rabbi Yudah is saying these boards are fine. Because typically, if it's a ceiling, it's going to be the regular standard four Tvachim boards that they use for their rooftops. Okay? So, um, then it reads very nicely that Rabbi Yudah is saying it's not a problem. And uh, Rabbi and, uh and uh, Reb Meir says it is. But according to Shmuel, who says that we're talking about where it's less than four, is when they're arguing. And when it's four, everybody agrees. So then what's Pshat and Reb in our Mishnah saying that it's not a problem? So the answer is that, uh, that according to, we're going to have to say to answer Shmuel, is that the dispute over here in our Mishnah is a, a question of what serves to, be, do, to do a bitol of the ceiling. To negate, if I make an action here showing that I'm specifically taking off my ceiling boards and putting it back down in, with the intent of being a sukkah, that's enough to say that it's, it's that's uh, uh, that that we wouldn't make a we wouldn't make a over here of uh, xeris tikra. 
And therefore, um, even though generally we would, Rabbi Yudha says this is enough to basically undo its status as a sukkah, and it avoids the problem, even though we're using the same board that normally would be problematic. Um, by virtue of the fact that you're taking apart your actual house and putting it back down the shame sukkah. That's, exact, that, that's enough to show, and therefore that's why it's okay. And Ramir says, no, you need to do more than that. And that's how base, basically Shmuel would have to explain the machlokas. Brings us to um, brings us to the next thing. Oh, by the way, um, uh, just in case you're wondering, who do we paskin like between Rav and Shmuel? You're wondering who we paskin like between Rav and Shmuel? I was also wondering. Um, and um, it turns out that it, normally the regular rule it should be that we follow Rav in matters of Isser and Heter. So that would mean that um, if it's less than four Tvachim wide, it's fine. If it's four Tvachim, um, only Rabbi Meir says it's a problem, Rabbi Yudah says it's fine. And normally, the halacha between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yudah, the halacha follows Rabbi Yudah. So therefore it should be fine. Okay? You should have no problem with boards of wood. Okay. Okay. Um, but we don't paskin like... <laughs> but we don't paskin like that. Do we have a pen? A pen? Um, he does. I don't. Do I, what are you looking for? A pen. pen. For oh, just sure. for a Thank you, Mike. That's provided we put enough uh, kosher talk in between the boards. Um, that's provided um, that we uh, provide... I'm sorry, what did you say? Provided that? Provided that we have enough kosher schach in between the boards. It's more than 50%, is that right? Or did no, I oh, no, 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 one second, one second. I'm just talking about the boards. Forget the schach. You're just using regular boards for your schach. Um, and if we pass on like Rabbi and Rab's version, it would be you could just take regular four tfach, four tfach wide boards and use that as your schach, and we do not allow that. So it's that's a mighty wide board. Okay, it's very wide. Four tfach, 16, is a, it's sixteen a, inches. We don't sixteen make inch boards. You very seldom find sixteen inch. Boards. You can find that. What it's like a two by eight, two by it's, ten. It's expensive. Two by sixteen. Mm. Two by sixteen. Right. It's pretty. Yeah, 16. Yeah, these are 4 inches each. 2 by 16. We have 2 by 10. That's about the widest. 2 by 12. 2 by 12. 2 by 12 12 is common. 2 by 10 is not common. 2 by 12, 2 by 6 I've seen, and 2 by 4 is the most common. But the 4 is not really 4. Whatever. No, that stuff a long time ago. Yeah, no, it's like a board. We're talking about a a thin board, you know. Okay. Um, Yeah, it's 8 by 4. Whatever. I always think about deck and someone is sitting under deck. Yeah, well, like existing deck. Oh, and a de- uh, right, a de- a decking, right. right. Anyway, bottom line is, uh, Tosfos says decking that we paskin like Shmuel. That's who we paskin like, Shmuel's opinion. Um, and, um, and basically, and then everybody agrees that the board, uh, boards are no good or not acceptable. And that's what seems to be... Two by fours are no good at all this time. Yes, Don't put nice try. Don't put you... No, no, no. Not no good at all. You can use it for your frame to hold up yeah. the schach, but you need the kosher schach on top. Which took us to the next mission, and the mission is talking about puzzle schach, regular standard puzzle schach, which is Shputin gives an example of spitz. All right. Oh, uh, by the way, Richard, I may have a problem in a few minutes. Um, and that is is that uh, my battery is awfully low on this uh, on this piece over here. So if it if it goes out, it goes out. I, you know I can't control it. Um, anyway.
All right. Okay, thanks. Okay. I'll listen to the recording later. Right, I'll just give you a heads up, just in case. Okay, it says low battery. All right. <laughs> Anyway, so the, the Mishnah says that if, um, if you use the spit or you use a, 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 the, the frame of a bed, so for your schach, as long as you have enough space between them and you put kosher schach in the in-between, it's okay. And uh, then the safe of the Mishnah is that if you dug out your, your uh, haystack and built the, you know, dug out the space of a sukkah, that's not a sukkah. So the first thing is, is that our, um, our Mishnah seems to counter the opinion of Rav Unabrid Rav who says that 50-50 is no good. Rav Papa says it's good. Rav Funabrid Rav says it's no good. In general, it's not considered an enclosure. So you need always rove, not at least, not 50%. And here we're saying that if you have 50% kosher schach, it is good. So what's the deal? So the Gemara says, no, 50% over here means more than 50% because you have to be able to put it in and take it out. So there's a little bit more space. So the Gemara says, why, why would we say that that's what we're talking about? You can easily measure and be exactly to 50%. So the Gemara says, no, you intentionally made room. Okay. Oh, that's one shot. Or it's always going to be rope because you put it in the opposite direction. So in other words, if, if the non-kosher schach is facing one direction, you lie it on top of it, kosher schach, in the correct direction, which is, um, and uh, therefore, by definition, since it's on top of the non-kosher schach, it's going to be rove kosher because it's not, not only filling up the gap, but it's filling, but it's on top of the non-kosher schach, so it's also in that space as well. Yeah, I heard somewhere like believe uh, if you are uh, whatever you have no abilities or whatsoever that even the large boards would be kosher, like uh, like oh. that we then. Sounds like the, you may well, go by the more lenient opinion. Right. Well, it's interesting. Rav Yuda, who's, who was proving that it is okay, he said he, his example was a case of, uh, of extenuating circumstance. That's Shasa Sakana. Right, right. That's what the, that's what, that's what the mm-hmm. Gemara says. And he says, well, you can't prove anything from... Just because that's acceptable in times of... Doesn't mean you that, know, that's, doesn't mean that's acceptable in general. In general mm-hmm. Right. Anyway... Um, then we talked about the, the frame of the bed, the bed frame, and the question is, what kind of bed frame are we talking about over here? Um, um, it sounds like you're just taking the boards of the bed frame, and it's uh, uh, taken apart, and if that's the case, isn't that basically non-kosher schach? So the Gemara explains, no, it's, um, it's three parts. You know, so let's say a frame has four, four sections to it, you know, uh, four boards, so it has three out of four. And that's the uh, and that's what we're talking about. We have three the three out of four. So um, the Gemara says um, uh, as we find that that that's considered already that's actually still considered useful and it has and it's considered um, a keli and therefore it's a keli. We're not necessarily taking sides in the opinion of Rabban Bar Tavumi, who says that even worn out garments are still tame um, and still um, still makabel um, maybe not, maybe it's not Makabotoma, and here we're talking about where it's in a functional state, as we find from Rav Hanan Bar Rebbe, Amar Rebbe, which is exactly what we're going to get into now. Where is the statement of Rav Hanan Bar Okay. All right, let's stop the review here.